Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast, where we believe that the relationship between a father and a daughter is one of the most important relationships that a young lady can have. And therefore, our mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by spreading the voices of girl dads to the world and to give our love and support to all the dads and their daughters. Make sure you guys, uh, first of all, thank you guys for being here. Make sure you listen, like, subscribe, and share to uh, follow us on all of our social media pages, our website, um, our YouTube page, all of that stuff. Make sure also that you guys subscribe to the podcast on YouTube where we share a channel with our partner podcast, the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. So go to uh, YouTube and look up Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, and you will find our podcast playlist also, as well as the playlist for the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. All right. So once again, thank you guys for being on. Thank you guys for coming in. I am your host, Ernest James. And today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guests, um, I'm gonna say Mr. Takeover because that's what you got on here. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna call you by your real name, but I said, well, maybe that ain't what he wanted to be called. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, I'm, I'm owning that name. God, God placed it on my heart to uh, just start using that name, and so uh, that's what that's that's what we're doing. All right, all right. Well, uh, again, first of all, let me say thank you for being on because you could be doing anything else, but you're here with me, uh, and I really appreciate it. So I want you to let, uh, know that up front. Yes, so, um, I just thought about something. Anyway, we gonna forget about that. Okay. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just thought about like, wait a minute, I don't play none of my intro uh, other stuff or nothing. But anyway, <laughs> you sound like me now. <laughs> We're going to jump right into this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Takeover, do me a favor. Introduce yourself uh, to my listeners and and tell them who you are and what it is you do. Yeah, I am uh, Mr. Takeover, and um, I am a radio personality. Um, I also have a podcast with um, myself and my wife um, called The Sofa Pillow Talk, and... um, we're basically not experts, um, but we like to show the meaning of what we feel, which everybody's opinion is different, what a, a relationship is, you know, between a, um, a a man and a female. And a lot of that does go in with kids. And mm-hmm. I am around, I, I am a uh, girl dad. I have a lot of girls. Um, my two stepkids that are in the house now, um, which are my daughters, they're, they're girls. But then I also have um, three older girls. So I'm really happy that this is available and that you're doing what you're doing because we need it as definitely in the black community with black males. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, one of the reasons why I wanted to, to start it just to you know, do away with the narrative of, of absent fathers, number one, but definitely absent fathers in the lives of our daughters. Um, and, and another thing that I got a heart for uh, is, excuse me, is stepfathers. You know, yeah. um, I always let everyone know I am a stepfather. Uh, my daughter is my only 
<coughs> excuse me, my daughter is my only biological child. Um, but then I have four stepsons, you know, and okay. so they're they're all all my kids. But I, I have a special place for stepfathers because I know <laughs> what it's like. It's not it's not always an easy task, you know, mm. to to stand in that that void, you know, and, and take that place. Um, so I always, you know, salute my my fellow stepfathers in that way. So um as you know, this podcast kind of stems from uh, the deal to heal with E. James podcast. Um, and so whenever I have a girl dad on, I will ask two questions. What does it mean for you to be a girl dad? And what is something that your daughters uh, have taught you? And so that's how we even came up with the concept to start having this conversation because it was always a, a good conversation. So uh, let's let's kind of go back to the beginning of it. And I'll just say, first of all, how many how many children do you have all together? And then how many daughters <laughs> do you have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, biologically, I have five, but uh, extended three more total out to be eight. All right. All right. Yeah. And how many of those eight are daughters? So uh, it's four. And, no, hold on. You got me guessing. You can't be asking these hard questions. I'll tell you the answer that I have is five. It's <laughs> five, five, actually. It's five. It's five. It's five. It's five. All right. So I, I usually I would say, what's their names? But I ain't even going to ask you the names. No, no. No, I know their names. I know, I know their names. Don't ask me their birthday, though. Don't ask me their birthday. Right, right. right. <laughs> so let, let's, let's go back sort of uh, uh, to the beginning, you know, and, and I, I guess it's sort of a, a twofold uh, question because generally I would say, how did you find out you were going to be a father? And so um, I guess it's twofold with your with your own uh, children. You know, uh -huh. how did you find out that you were going to be a father? But then I, I guess you could also talk about the experience of, you know, coming to terms with knowing that you was going to become a stepfather when you decided to, to you know, um, go into that relationship. So just, uh, I guess we could start with your own biological uh, children or daughters okay. and just kind of, you know, pick one. You ain't got necessarily got to see all, all yeah. of them, but you can. You can. Well, you know, since, we, since, since we all, you know, talking about our daughters, um, mm -hmm. my first child was uh, my, my oldest son. And my second child was a girl, and I—I I hate to say, even though I've grown, but I still—I hate to say that for 16 years I was out of her life on purpose. Um, but unfortunately, um, which I love my kids, but still, unfortunately, I had kids after her, and it wasn't until um, I got sick and. Um, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis back in 2011 and I saw her on her mother's Facebook page and I know she looked it familiar but she looked it pretty much like a almost a grown woman but teenage wise and I realized who she was it just really broke me down and made me understand that I can't phantom myself being a stepdad, but also having a biological daughter outside 
of everything and not knowing me. Um, my reason at the time was immature. Um, I didn't know myself. Um, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I was lost um, in the sauce of trying to be something that my family wanted me to be. And it wasn't until, like I said, after I got diagnosed, me being diagnosed changed so much about me. It, I was forced to grow up pretty much, mm-hmm. even though I was already grown. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we go go back to the original question, you know, because you, you mentioned about your daughter, but outside of that situation, you mm-hmm. know, just finding out um, that you were going to be a father with some of your, your other children, was it a, um, you know, like, how was that thing? Like, was it a, a plan? Like, you know what? We're going to plan, you know what I'm saying? And or just like, hey, you're going to be a daddy. <laughs> I was excited, uh, especially due because I've all, I, at that time, I wanted a, a princess. And it just didn't go the way that I wanted it to go at first. Yep. Um, it, the cars just didn't line up right for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I want to touch on something real quick uh, before we go on, because I, I did a, a podcast. I was on another gentleman's, gentleman's podcast called Me and Our Deprise. Um, mm-hmm. And we was having a conversation and I was telling him uh, about my inspiration as, as a father came from my father. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was saying how, you know, we hit a hard time in, in our family where, uh, it was, I have eight si- siblings, okay. so my mother and father, and their nine children, and including me. And so we went from having a house. My dad worked for the phone company at one time, so we had a house, cars, had the camper, taking the vacations. You know that whole middle, higher middle class lifestyle to losing mm-hmm. everything, and went from our own house, our own place, to a one one bedroom in my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. So wow. you got. 12 people, which is my mom and dad and the kids in this one bedroom, you know, and I talked about my dad because he could have easily be like, I'm out, you know, (laughs) man, you know, he could have easily took that role, but, but he didn't. And, but in the midst of our conversation, um, having that conversation, he, the, the host, you know, mentioned to me about, you know, having the mindset of to not walk away. And one of the things that I told him is I have to admit that, you know, in the midst of when my daughter, my daughter's my only biological child. Mm -hmm. We were going through our divorce with me and her mom. Things didn't really, you know, it wasn't nice, you know. And there was a time period when I was like, you know what, I'll just dip off until she's 18 instead of going going back and forth with all of this. Um, It didn't last but a second you know that thought and i was like no that that's not gonna happen but i i wanted to acknowledge the fact that i even had the thought because when we are at different places and, and different times of our, our lives we make different choices yes you know and while on one hand i will say that you know i would want wouldn't want any father to have that thought you know or to at least follow through with it but yeah. 
it is a it is a reality that sometimes yeah. we are in a situation where by whatever reason we feel that may be the best answer you know yeah. what i'm saying and so i just want to acknowledge that because you know you acknowledge that you know by whatever decision you know for whatever reason you know with your immaturity or whatever it was that you chose to step away but the good part about it is that you came back and that's yeah, the um, that I always uh, want to give to fathers that even if you do, you can always make amends. You yeah. Know? That did teach me, though, um, afterwards that um, I can say after um, doing that, my kids afterwards, I did make it my best effort to try any and all things to um to be in their lives and um uh, you know unfortunately you you can't control the other party too right right and so um but i can say to anybody that's listening i can agree with what you were saying because now more than anything i know how important that is to regardless if it is a boy or a girl, but definitely with a girl, leaving her and being absent like that, it does something. Yeah. So let's uh um switch it up a little a little bit. So, like I said, one of the questions that I always ask, you know, especially with you having five daughters, mm-hmm. you know, what does it mean to you? To be a girl dad, like what is what is your oh, what does that mean to you? For me, now more than anything, it's an important job. And I treat my wife not only because I love her, but I treat my wife how I want my daughters to find someone to treat them as well. And that's how important it is. And it's something I even explained to my um, stepkids um, that I'm not just loving your mom because I love her, but I'm showing you all how you should be treated as well so it's a it's an exciting thing for me i'm that um i'm that dad that i don't mind my daughter's painting my nails and me walking outside doing it you know because you know you have a lot of men that oh man i ain't gonna do that ain't gonna let you do that with a mom but i think that's that's important that's time spent you know yeah so I know that as a, as a father, we're oftentimes, you know, not oftentimes, but all the time, you know, teaching our, our children uh, this and that. So one of the questions that I would like to ask is tell me something that one of your daughters has taught you. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, boundaries. And what I mean about that is that um, even though that they are young and we are parents, they are still growing up to be adults. And that as much as I want to hold them close, I still have to allow them to experience things as well. You know, and so I've been all actually all my daughters have taught me some form of you know boundaries off emotions and whatnot and uh, being okay with them feeling the way that they feel you know yeah 
Okay, okay. So one of my one of my um, things that I talk about was when my daughter was um, about seven or eight, um, she had a daddy daughter dance, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to take her to a daddy daughter dance. And this year that it came up, I had to work, and I said, you know what, uh, I'm gonna miss this one. I'm gonna catch the next one. Right. You know. Um, my daughter was seven at the time. My daughter at the time recording this just made 20. Uh, there never was another one, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, that's one of my regrets as a father uh, still to this day. And I don't think it really bothers her, but it still bothers me that uh, I never took her to that, that daddy daughter dance. So as a father, you know, uh, sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah. You know, so do you have uh, any regrets? Just something and not necessarily have to be something necessarily really bad, but just something that you're like, you know what? I think maybe I could have did that different, you know, when it comes to your daughters. Yeah. Um. Not fighting like I know how now. Uh, my biggest regrets is not fighting Um, it's like again. The, the daughter that I, um, was pr- not present. And then my other two daughters that were behind her, I allowed their um, mom to bully me and not be present as much as I wanted to be. And I had an option to do something lawfully, but I wasn't educated in law like I am now back then. And it's not an excuse. But at that time, I just didn't know how to maneuver myself or, or, or what books to get or who to ask. And so I, I just allowed it to happen. So if I had to say anything that I regret, it's, it's not fighting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And on the flip side of that, you know, what would be one of your biggest, greatest accomplishments as a father? Being back into their lives, um, the like I said, the one that I was, uh, my oldest daughter, Kadeja, being out of her life and actually establishing a relationship. We had a bumpy road here past this past year, but uh, we coming from out of that. But um, my daughters that um, that their mom just basically kept me from. She's finally graduated. Um, one of them is my adopted child. Um, she doesn't really want to talk to me at the moment because of stuff that her mom's saying, but I'm still here available for her. And I've told her sister that. So her no, sister has told her that. Um, but we're finally um, talking and whatnot. My two daughters here. Is. They're silly. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I'm a family guy and they allow me to be that family guy with them. And so it's, it's, it's not awkward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So do you have a, a, a impactful story um, about one of your doors? Just something that happened. It doesn't necessarily have to be impactful, just a, a meaningful or just an entertaining story. Just something that happened. You're like, you know what? This was really tripped out, you know. I I want to say 
uh, the story that I could probably um, talk about that was very impactful um, was my daughter that I was absent from when we first started talking. Um, it was almost like we never was separated. Mm-hmm. And that was almost like the that was the best feeling ever. Uh, you know, we were uh, talking. She, what's the word I'm looking for? It was no, it it wasn't. It was a forgiving thing. You can tell that she forgave me. You know, and she expressed what I missed and what did she what she needed from me, but um those talks came all the way up to where one day she called me and she was like um i think it was um two years after we got back in contact with each other that someone told her that um you're a daddy's girl and she was like uh, somebody told me that but i i don't know uh do you think i am and i really they want to put words in her mouth. I said, but it, I guess it just really depends on how you feel. And, you know, I said, well, I'll be talking about you a lot and all this stuff. And so I still didn't put the words in her mouth, but it just put a smile on my face because that was my first daughter. And I, you know, should have been my princess before anything else. And it, just to hear her even inquiring about calling herself a daddy's girl, that, that really touched me. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. I like that. I like that. So we're gonna we're gonna jump into our next uh segment of the podcast, and mm-hmm. the, this segment is called "Getting to the Core." And so, um, for my my listeners, um, we're gonna talk about the four core, which is the four core values that every daughter should get from her father, which is an ebook that I wrote. If you can get your copy of the ebook at ebooksbyejames.com. Again, that's the core four, the four core values that every daughter should get from her father. Um, so when, uh, of course, you had a chance to, to, to read over the book. Um, and so the four core values, number one is guidance, is uh, affirmation, is love and, love and affection, mm-hmm. and it's protection. And so out of those four, you know, just from your own personal uh, experience, what would be the one that you think or that you feel probably was more important to you to instill uh, in your daughters? Um, and like I was saying at the very beginning, that protection thing, um, when I read that core, um, it, the way that you wrote it, for me, it opened like it, it, it's, it was almost like a, a weight off my shoulders in a, in a sense uh, because if you ask any man especially a black man protection means that i'm guarding the door so nobody won't break in or i ain't gonna let nobody look at you a certain way but you expressed it in the sense of being a safe place for your daughter to be herself mm-hmm. and now more than anything i pride myself on being not only that you know for all my daughters but my wife too because she is a daughter to a um to her dad as well and so protection hands down for me 
is a good core um, um, value that people need to reestablish, not reestablish, but uh, reinvent themselves with that definition that you um, mm -hmm. have in your book and step away from not saying that you don't you don't need to protect your kids. But mm -hmm. a lot of men don't allow their kids, especially their daughters, to have that safe space to say, hey, I feel this way or you not being here bothered me and I don't know how to feel or um, I can go and say like uh, like how my um, my stepkids are having issues with their dad and um, the presence and whatnot. And I've been there because I've done that myself. So I kind of got like uh, I can navigate just a little bit and explain to them, hey, you know, on both sides, you know, because I, I had a child and then I've actually been that father that was absent. So but yeah, that protection for me was like it. It was a good one. I, I liked it. I, outside of all the other ones, this protection stood out because of how you worded it. OK. All right. Good, good, good. One of the things I want to I want to mention with one of the things that you just said that I, I also talk about in the book with the core for it. Cause you said you're, you're also giving that protection to your wife as well, because she's the daughter. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I talk about in the book is that transference of expectation, because when the daughter is growing up, she's looking for those core yes. four from her father, yeah. but she never stops needing it. So yeah. once she becomes an adult and you know, gets married, she still need those four values, but now she's looking for from it, looking for it from her husband more so than from her father. Still from her father, yeah. but now more so from her her husband who is who should be uh pouring into her. So I'm glad that you even mentioned that that you're you're doing that because it kind of adds validation to the the whole thought of it yeah. of you know the book itself. So um with the core four, of course we went over the four values that we talk about so if there could be a fifth one that you can add what mm. would that be dang uh, i would say um presence being present um me just being a um a son i had a dad that was in the house that I can touch, I can talk to, but he was not present. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes find myself talking to people and that they say, well, my dad was never there. I'll not applaud, but I say you had a better chance of you not seeing and knowing who your dad is outside of seeing your dad literally in the house and not know him. And that was what my situation was. So being present because you can still be in the house and not be a present dad. Mm -hmm. And I work real hard, definitely in the house now. Um, and even with my daughters outside, trying my best to be present when I can, um, when they need me, um, because when they're adults now, and you know, when you're adults, you, you have other things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but with the two girls here, definitely when my daughter's here, they I try to be present as much as I can. Um, like you was talking about the dance situation. I know it was, you're not going to always be able with work to 
go to every event, which I know they would love you to, but mm -hmm. you just try to go and be at whichever ones that you can be at as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned that, you know, of course, like I said, my daughter's 20 now. So there have been plenty of things that we've done together. Even we started doing uh daddy daughter vacations when me and her oh, okay, go cool. on a vacation. Um, so it, like I said, I don't even think it bothers her. It just still bothers me. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, and that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the, one of the things I want to do uh, with the podcast is, uh, as we grow, I want to start sponsoring and have a daddy daughter dance for dads okay. and daughters of all ages. Uh, I want to start doing it every year, and so um, that's what I'm growing to. That's that's okay. the, the idea to get to that point that we can we can have that. Um, but I want to I want to just touch on one more thing before we get out of here uh, that you just mentioned about the presence, and so. With one of the things that I do, it's kind of how I got into the, the whole space with the uh, Real Dad Conversations, is I'm a fatherless daughter advocate. And so when we started talking about uh, being a fatherless daughter, the meaning of being fatherless is uh, a broad spectrum. spectrum yeah. you know, And it can come from not knowing your father at mm -hmm. all. And then also, like you mentioned, with having that father that's there, that's in the house, but still have no connection. Yep. You know, and so uh, I just wanted to mention that because a lot of times we, we think about being fatherless, whether you're a, a son that's fatherless or a, a daughter that's fatherless. You know, we think about just the presence. Yeah. No presence at all. Yeah. Sometimes there is a physical presence. Yep. But there's no emotional presence and no uh, attention presence. A lot of people don't talk man. about that part, though. It's, that yeah. was missing. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I would like I like to bring it up. And when you mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, I wanted to reinforce it that there is a such thing that you can physically be there. You yeah. know, a father can physically be there, but still don't have the relationship with the child where you know is is developing the child the way that it, he he or she uh, should be developed from that from their uh, relationship. So right. uh, first of all, let me say thank you. Oh, uh, for oh, being on, you. I want to I want to thank you for being on for for being a guest uh, and sharing sharing your story with me. Um, I want you to have the last word. You know, uh, you can leave us with you know whatever motivation or some tips uh, from fatherhood, former uh, to a, maybe another stepfather, or or if you want, just my idea that just came to my head: a father that's reconnecting. You know, uh, because that's another one that we don't often talk about, right. you know, because like I said, sometimes we do for whatever reason, we walk away. Yeah. But when we come back, that's a process, yes, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I'll, I'll let you think about that for a second. Um, uh, while you're thinking about it, uh, to my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. Make sure you guys are checking us out at our on our websites, dealhealfulfilled.org, which is our company website. Uh, which you find more information about myself as a speaker, as an author, as a podcaster, uh, and every, all the different things that I do. Um, also, go to uh, ebooksbyejames.com. You're able to get the core four uh, ebook, as well as there's other ebooks that I have available, including Males to Men, which is a male mentoring uh, ebook that is there. So make sure you guys go there and check that out. Also, you can subscribe. Uh, to our text line, subscribe by texting the word subscribe to the number 
0730-866-326-0730. Last but not least, uh, I forgot to tell you guys that you can win $100 from the podcast. Oh, right? Yeah. That's why I said I just got started. I ain't do none of, none of, none of the stuff I was supposed to do at the beginning. But if you stay this long, then you must like it. So listen, uh, you can win $100 from the podcast by joining uh, our entering our super subscriber contest. First, you must subscribe to our YouTube page, to our Facebook page, and then to our podcast on Spotify. After you've done those three things, the text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. The contest is ongoing and is random, uh, which means that anytime I can pull your name and you can win. And once you're in, you're always in, so you don't have to re-up or anything like that. So again, thank you, Mr. Takeover, for okay. uh, giving us your uh, your expertise and your sharing us, you know, your stories with your family. And I let you have the last word, so the floor is yours. Well, before we talk about the last word, do I am I disqualified for the hundred dollars? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you follow the subscribe, so you know low, I need to fix it. Low follow steps can win. It's open to everybody. <laughs> well, I, I would like to um say to the dads um out there, I want to go back and emphasize on that protection um part. Our daughters are emotionally drowning in this the way that society is right now they're getting lost and a lot is going on in society outside of the house and they don't have a safe place to come and say hey my emotions are just everywhere and i i, I just need an anchor i just really seriously need more men to be that protection anchor emotionally for their daughters and and just stop worrying about um, I'm, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say stop worrying about finances and whatnot because every, we need to have a place to stay. Mm -hmm. You know, we all need food, but that's not the only thing, and, and we're missing like one of the most important things that goes on in our kids' life, and that's their emotional side. And right now, a lot of our daughters are under attack emotionally with what's going on with society. So I, I, I beg and I plead. For any men that are listening to be open, get, get past that pride that society tells us to have and open up to your daughters and protect them and be that safe place for them. Be that anchor. All right. All right. And where can they find you uh, if they were to follow you? You can definitely uh, find me um, at my handle at Mr. and Mrs. Takeover the World, not only on TikTok, but Instagram as well. And our podcast, The Sofa Pillow Talk, is basically that on YouTube, The Sofa Pillow Talk. Um, we're getting ready to start a new um, season. And if you're just wanting to listen to the podcast audio wise, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us that way to again, the sofa pillow talk. All right. All right. So once again, let me say thank you uh, for being on to my listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to the girl dad discussions podcast, where uh, we believe that the 
the relationship between a dad and his daughter is one of the most important relationships that a woman can have in her life. So until next time, once again, I'm your host, Ernest James, and we will see you guys next week. Be blessed. Mm-hmm.